This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Freezing cold in Einstein, Einstein, You're the cold maze, say one. Freezing cold in Einstein, Einstein, All right. It's episode five of Noshin and Joshin on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Hello again, everybody. I'm Andy Hanselman, alongside Maddie Bear, Brother A Bear, and Timmy Recaps. Coming to you live from the beautiful Glenn Carbon Studios once again. Lots of ways to contact the show. You can email the show at Noshin and Joshin at stlpodcast.com. And now you can text the show at 618 391 That's 618 391 Please subscribe and like on iTunes, Stitcher, and now we are on Google Play. We got that approved over the uh, last week. It's awesome. Very I know. Exciting. Or your favorite podcasting app. And you can also find the show on SoundCloud, on Facebook, under the Notchin and Joshin page, the STL Podcast Network. And we always link on the TMA fan page. And STLpodcast.com will be going live this evening. So I'm very, very excited about that as well. Uh, coming up on the program. Of course, we have our notion part of the show. We're going to recap Gobble Bowl and talk about some of the things that uh, went on there and some of the uh, the excellent auction items or raffle items that, that Iggy had lined up. Uh, a few other things about fan pagers, our fan page rising star, fan page post of the week, and our YouTube friend of the week, which brings us in. How are we doing today, guys? Awesome. Recaps drove us over here. We stopped twice to get some food to nosh on. Twice, uh, huh? I had to go to two Taco Bells? No, no, no. One Taco Bell and Gus's Pretzels. Oh, and Gus's Pretzels. Okay. We'll, we'll dig into that later. I like it. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, drank a fair amount yesterday at the Gobble Bowl, but uh, kind of crashed out early and uh, got my got my 8 to 10 in, and I'm good. So. Good for you. Recaps, what's good, brother? I'm a little hungover. Doing better. Had Thanksgiving meal last night. Um, so I'm full, a little hungover, but feeling good. Nice Sunday to podcast at the studios here. So greetings, gentlemen. Yeah, after the uh, Gobble Bowl, I went over to the uh, the Village Bar and continued drinking heavily. The Villaggio. The Villaggio, is that what it's called? Is that the nickname of it? With uh, our friends Jay Boyd and Jennings Randolph Jr. and uh, a few other people. Had a really, really nice time. And then I, was, and then I did stupid things. And so we'll just we'll leave those alone. So... Um, uh, based on listener feedback, we decided to nosh before the show, and we noshed on some Taco Bell taquitos and crispy chicken quesadillas. I got to tell you guys, I was a fan of everything that was brought in. Listen, I I had no expectations going into this noshing session, and uh, I had three taquitos. Texture was perfect. Flavor was perfect. I used a spicy ranch dipping sauce to complement a nacho cheese <laughs> dipping sauce. <laughs> And it was absolutely phenomenal. So I'm going to give those a 10 out of 10. Um, oh, wow. Bear. Would recommend, huh? The, so, uh, give, it gives a five Matty Bears. There's yeah. one left, and I can't quit staring at it. And if any of you MFers touch it, you're dead. Just, just take it. Get your hands off there. Just take it. You want the guac? Where's the guac? So the, the rolled chicken taco, yeah, I think, is Can we excellent. call it a taquito? 
It's it's a rolled chicken it's taco rolled. officially. <laughs> it's a delicacy. Dude. Come on. So that that item, I'm a big fan of. I think it's one of the better things that they have. So of course, it's going to be limited time only. They're going to get rid of it right. shortly. So that's how that goes. But I really need to talk about this crispy in quotation marks uh, chicken quesadilla. Now you are not a fan. So it's essentially a triangular smashed chicken nugget that's then doused in a sauce and chipotle <laughs> cream sauce, Kevin. So it's no longer crispy anymore once you put it inside the quesadilla. So it's essentially like having two layers of, you know, bread slash carb slash tortilla going there. Just, you don't need it. Just put chicken in there. See, now I'm surprised by this theory because you are a fan of the naked chicken chalupa, which is probably the same chicken. But there's no tortilla around the chicken. There's just the chicken. There is. It's a quesadilla. But on this, there is. But in the naked naked chicken chalupa, there's So the tortilla ruined the chicken. Yeah, you don't need the tortilla. <laughs> I was a fan. It's just a normal quesadilla with a, like you said, a chicken nugget in it. I love. Yeah, it. I was. Absolutely I thought it was pretty good too. I also like the what, the rolled chicken taco. It doesn't surprise me that, that Matty Bear enjoyed it and I didn't. Kind <laughs> right, of the way things go. He likes stovetop, and I'm a decent human being. My so. my take on that quesadilla was phenomenal. The the, the uh, chipotle cream sauce, the tortilla. And then inside was a nice breaded chicken tenderloin. Um, tenderloin. Tenderloin. That's, that's ground up beaks and claws <laughs> that you're calling a chicken tenderloin. It was a masterpiece. And at the end of the day, really, it was a um, the texture from the chicken really offset the bite. And the chipotle cream sauce and the quesadilla. I added a little Diablo sauce. Again, 10 out of 10. I'm satisfied with my Taco Bell. You didn't even use the best sauce they have. I did. Di- Diablo. The, the mild is the best flavor. I no. like spicy foods, no, but the mild is the best no. flavor. The Diablo. Why is the mild the best flavor? It just has it's the not. best flavor. It's too. not, though. It's, it's absolutely not. It the, Diablo. The, fire, the fire sauce is good. No, the fire sauce stays too hot for too long in your mouth. The Diablo, it's super spicy, like a sriracha almost. It's super spicy right away. Got a good bite, but then it exits your mouth as soon as you're done with the bite. You don't have a residual heat in your mouth. Exits your mouth. I actually took the Diablo sauce pack and mixed it into my spicy ranch. Oh, good. Look at you. It was good. You're like making your own Taco Bell concoctions. That's like when we were kids, you used to go to Taco Bell and you'd make a Muddy River soda, and that was just all this different oh, soda. That's yeah. the kamikaze. We used to call it suicides. <laughs> we called it suicides as well. Yeah, yeah. We called it Muddy River. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so good feedback so far on the, uh, on the Taco Bell. So, yeah, for those of you who hated. The fact that we were eating on the air, we uh, we decided to nosh before we ate, but we we did it immediately, like right before we started recording. It was the last thing we did before we uh, before we turned on the old recorder. So, uh, thanks to uh, Maddie Bear for bringing in the uh, the Taco Bell. I guess I'll be in charge of uh, the noshing part next time. Maybe we'll do. I think I really want to do pot stickers because you got my you got really you got my mind on it. Yeah, yeah, we're on board. So we, I don't know if we need to go get pot stickers from a couple of different places and see who has the best ones. Or I'd like to bring some pot stickers in from my favorite Chinese place in St. Charles called West of Hunan. It's oh, off I've, of Zumbel, I've there many times. Springs. It's oh. it's off Jungerman. Off Jungerman, yeah. yeah. They are so damn good. They have the best garlic chicken I've ever had. You have it that night. It's delicious. It's like six ninety nine for the full order. But then the key is. You go to bed after a full plate. You wake up the next morning and you eat it cold out of the container. Holy shit, fire! It's it's the best. You know, I think the best pot stickers are at Happy China. They're at Olive and Fifi. I agree with that. They are unbelievable. Is they are. The, they, is that a buffet place? It's a huge buffet. Yeah, I think I've been there. They also have crazy good house beef and garlic chicken. I agree. Man, it's good. Man, it's so good. So, uh, we you know, we might nosh on uh, on Chinese food for uh, episode seven and eight. 
I'm fine. When we decide to, uh, we're also going to put a poll, those put down. a poll on the fan page about um, the Taco Bell sauces to try and get Maddie Bear's mind right on this. So. I, I actually want to throw out a challenge to anybody. I can eat more pot stickers in one sitting than anybody else. I know. Well, I think I think Brother Abear said that no, too. That was him. That, that was, was you. Him, yeah. yeah, I would like to take Dave with cauliflower ear on. So the guy who said he was a banana girl, granola pancake guy yeah. from First Mr. Watch is now challenging Captain, Captain First Watch over here. Wants <laughs> it's now to, challenging uh, the fan pee <laughs> to an eat off of pot stickers. It's my cheat day, bro. Leave me alone. It's my cheat okay. day, bro. Do you right. even have a cheat day, bro? Just make sure you lay off the stovetop for a couple days leading up so you don't have that car bloat working. I'll be alright. Heading into the challenge. Right. Too funny. Alright, so that's uh, that's what's coming up on Nashin and the Nashin part of Nashin and Joshin over the next few episodes. So obviously the big news this week, aside from being Thanksgiving and Black Friday, is that it was Iggy's Gobble Bowl benefiting the Megan Meyer Foundation yesterday at St. Charles Lane's. You were there? I was. Maddie Bear was there. I'm sorry. Uh, Recaps was there. Brother A Bear was there. I was there. I was on kid duty from 10 a.m. Mm. to 8.30 p.m. Mm. Yeah. Priority is a week. Ten and a half hours of kid duty, huh? Yes. Huh. Hmm. Did you send your wife a bunch of texts like, what am I supposed to do with these fucking kids? It was insane. <laughs> did you post any pictures of your kids watching Paw Patrol? Oh, that's all they did. They From about 6.30 to 7.30, they literally beat each other into submission. <laughs> well, I arrived at uh, St. Charles Lane's around um, 12.30-ish, 12.45. Uh, just in time to see Brian McKenna be the recipient of the, I forgot the name of the award. Uh, Donna Strode Burnett, yeah. does that sound right? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Brian McKenna was the recipient. Brian McKenna's had a hell of a year. Um, he is a, uh, you know, he's he's a St. Louis sports talk radio veteran. Uh, I've been doing it many, many years. And then he also had a, a stint with J.C. Corcoran back in the old Clue days, back when the, uh, the Rams were on uh, 103.3. And then um, they, uh, and so Brian, I think he had some. It was a he has cancer in his face. I know he's been through a lot. A lot been of through a lot. He said he had he's had eight surgeries, and they had his face cut open. He needed three hundred stitches to show it to sew it up. Oh, cow. I mean, just a I mean a fighter man, and we, he's just he was talking about his family, how he has ten brothers and sisters, and he has seventy two nieces and nephews. <laughs> so that was a uh, it was a good part. Then. Um, Tina Meyer spoke. Uh, she was great as well. Um, you know that that whole foundation. We, I mean, what an awful, awful thing to have to bring awareness to, and that's the the bullying. Uh, if, you're, if you're not aware, uh, Tina's daughter Megan committed suicide. Uh, I believe I believe they said it was ten years ago, yeah, based on right. yeah, you know, and because she was being bullied at school. And well, and she was also being bullied online by yeah. an, an, another adult. Yeah, was a, a parent that was bullying her, which at the time there were no laws against it. So really, yeah, it's know, kind of unprecedented. Yeah, there was, but it, you know, her case has led to you know some changes in laws and you know this foundation. So you know, at least there has been some positives come out of a you know tragic situation like that. Yeah, I mean, there's been so much good that's that has come out of this, and you know, in in. Tina even said that you know it was it was Megan's Megan's will to help other people, and you know and and she's doing that posthumously, and so it was just a great event. It sold out thirty two lanes, um, just tons of people, everybody having fun, um, lots of just also people just there hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't bowl a single. I didn't roll a single ball yesterday, yeah, nor I. And I just I helped. Uh, I did some uh, announcing for Iggy. I just I gave away some of the prizes when he needed a break, and then we um, 
and then we just hung out and then like I said we went to the uh to the Velagio afterwards <laughs> with uh with Jay Boyd. Speaking of the prizes too, they started giving away prizes pretty much frame one, game one. Oh yeah. And they were still giving away prizes forty minutes after my team got done, which we were the last pair to finish. I'm not gonna name names or blame anybody, but it probably wasn't us that was bowling slow. Um, you know, the other team was spending a lot of time in the bar, so they, hey, they were having fun. Old no, blue shirts. No, uh, no knock on them. They were, they were a lot of fun to bowl with, but uh, you know, we were the last ones still. But they gave away prizes for about four straight hours, and yeah, you know, a lot of very cool stuff. Uh, a lot of you know interesting <laughs> things. <laughs> I'm very curious about one of the prizes. Which prize is that? Which prize is that, Matty Bear? Did the Ann Hesh? Picture. Oh well, I don't know if you saw it on the fan page, but it uh, it did not uh, it did not actually get given away yesterday. So if I donate twenty five dollars, I can get it. No, no. The, the frame's worth a hundred by itself. <laughs> so Iggy took a maybe a ten or twelve dollar autograph from Anne Hayes, who hasn't done anything in a long time. I think she's on an NBC series now. But he took that autograph <laughs> and he put it inside of a what he claims is a one hundred dollar frame, a twelve dollar autograph. If it's that, if it's that much, put it inside of a hundred dollar frame. What's the same lipstick on a pig or something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Putting a bumper sticker on a Ferrari. Oh. Uh. Yeah, so the, but the, there were some really cool prizes. I won a Colton Pareko, Pareko autograph puck, which oh, nice. was very cool. Uh, I think Jay Junior won the Brett Hall Adam Oates autograph puck, but but asterisk Kevin Miller, Kevin and Miller's his wife. wife or kid wanted uh, wanted the puck, so they wound up trading it to Jay for a golf bag. Which you know that that caused ripples, you know. And, yeah, that was not a yeah. good situation. That was a bad trade by Jennings, but you know I think he did it for the kids. So. Well, he did. I mean, and that's just the kind of guy Jennings is. Yeah. Um, Who? Yeah. The uh, there was the uh, Bo Jackson autograph bat. There Dave, was uh, Dave Larson won that. Not Dave. <laughs> Cat, not Dave Caston that we all love. Dave with the cauliflower ear, but his name was incorrectly entered in the, the uh, score as Dave Larson. Dave Larson. Which, you can bet your sweet ass that stuck all day. <laughs> Which reminds me of like Mr. Larson from uh, from Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, the nail comes out next week. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about Engine Joe, Kevin Miller. Uh, yesterday I was trying to figure out a ride there because for whatever reason we only wanted to have one car there, and I had to have a family Thanksgiving afterwards, and I knew I'd be boozing. So I wanted to Uber out there after the Loomster, who was my neighbor, bailed on me. <laughs> The Loomster is terrible. The Loomster's been campaigning hard to be a fan page rising star. I think the Loomster won. I think his team won Gobble Bowl. They did. They did win. He loves this podcast. The Loomster does? He loves this podcast. Well, hello to the Loomster. He loves me. He's probably at Normandy right now waiting for us. We're not at Normandy today. Yeah, I had to put a self-serving post on the fan page last night. I think I said at the risk of sounding extremely self-serving. We're not going to be there if you're planning on coming out to see us. I think we had about 100 people trying to come out and watch this podcast. Oh, my God. Now I feel terrible. We should have, we should have done it out there. So the reason, uh, just real quick, I know you want to tell your, your Kevin Miller story. Sure. So we were going to be at Normandy. We were going to reschedule Normandy because Jay was not going to be there today. I said, you won't come in and do the show? He goes, no. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Good for Jay. I mean, that's the whole point. That was the whole point of going to Normandy so that we could have Jay on the show. So we're gonna we'll just we'll we'll uh, reschedule that time. We'll get out there uh, on a day when uh, he can't. We also got lots of invites to pools yesterday. I heard that. Yeah. yeah, I was gone by the time that happened. Yeah, but, but we, we got we actually have uh, remotes booked all the way through next summer. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah, or actually nothing booked through January and February. <laughs> right, we're gonna be just you know I think we might be holed up at a, at a we are gonna do a hot shots with uh, with Jay Boyd. So that's uh, lots of big fun going on. So anyway, continue a with your uh, with your Kevin Miller story. So 
Kevin Miller and Jim Joe reached out to me via fan page and said, hey, you know, don't spend the extra 40 bucks. Come meet me at my wife's house and we will all go together. I said, all right. Well, Wait, his wife's house? That's his wife? It's not his wife. Lisa? They're not married. I think yeah. it's his wife. No, no. They've been engaged for 19 years now. I'm not, not I'll, married. I'll look it up. I mean, they have a house together. but So he asked me to meet him there. I booked an Uber. He told me he would be there in five minutes. It took me 20 minutes to, from my house to get there. Uh, I show up and there's a the address that he gave me has a yard that has T Rex inflatable T Rexes with Santa hats. It has about a thousand candy canes. It has ornaments that have thrown up all over the yard. So like full Clark Griswold. Full Clark Griswold. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, so and I don't see Engine Joe's car. He has that car that says it's sold on it. Yeah, vanity plate. Yeah, he sells houses. Yep, not <laughs> not there. I'm like shit. I'm like all right. And I've met Lisa once before. I'm like all right. So I'm just gonna go in. I tried messaging. Kevin Miller, but he was on the road doing something. So I knock and about 45 dogs greet me. They're all yapping at my feet and his beautiful wife comes and greets me. She's like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. They're they're not married. Fiance. We'll talk about it. So (laughs) I go inside and he's like, I'll be there. I'll be there. She's like, oh, he was supposed to be here 30 minutes ago. He shows up. We were supposed to leave the house at one o'clock. He shows up at 115, 130. He has his phone in his hand. He's making deals. He's on speakerphone. He's also trying to take snapshots for the fan page, all on the same phone. His wife's yelling at him. His dogs are yapping at him. So finally, by the grace of God, his wife corrals him into the car. We get going, and a whole lot of waiting happens in the car because he has to take fan page photos. (laughs) He wants to get the right angle. His wife's barking at him. So we finally back out. We hop on the highway, and I kid you not, he's now on speakerphone in his car talking to a client. He also has his iPhone where the rear view mirror would be in everybody's peripheral scrolling through, looking at the fan page and trying to make posts <laughs> and he's driving with a knee. Seems safe. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's hitting his vape pen. I mean the guy and he's noshing on three or four Nicorette gum sticks. <laughs> the guy had, <laughs> he is a master of doing multiple things at once, he but is. by the grace of God, we got there by the th- grace of God. Do you think there's there. anything that could show up? At Lisa's front door, at, you know, Kevin Miller's fiance's front door, that would even face her at this point. Like, no, she's she has seen and heard and probably been exposed to so much stupidity at this point. Without like, even checking yeah. the fan page, I bet you I can name seven to ten people who he's posted pictures either on his couch during holiday parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just fan pages who have been at his house. Oh, yeah. It's like an open door policy. Like <laughs> South City Tones over there all the time. Yeah, you all know? the time. Yeah, he's South City Tones is a beauty of oh, a guy. I think South City Tone lives at Kevin Miller's house. He should. I mean, I mean he's there yeah. all the time. Yeah. I think he goes over and plays with Charlie. He might. He might, he might go over there, but yeah, that's a... That if you're going to have anybody over, have South City Tone over. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, that was my story about Engine Joe. How many posts do you think he posted on the day? Like, Oh, was... he had a huge posting day yesterday. I mean... I got my notifications were just blowing up with Kevin Miller added photos to the fan page. Would so. you say he posts twenty times a day? I would say he posts forty if you include how many edits he has to make <laughs> on his poor grammar. <laughs> I mean, given he's driving with a knee and having to type with one hand, but it's excusable. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you weren't there, Matty Bear, unfortunately. You know, it's okay. Reasons and whatnot, but uh, yeah. So I bowled with Larry Nickel, Matt who bowls at Hanks. Dave Larson with the cauliflower ear. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And, Le- and Lefty Jacksmere. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, Larry was, he was ready for bear. I mean, he was firing off, you know, wanting shots. 
you know, hey, can I get a beer out of that bucket from the get-go? I mean, he was ready to party. Every strike I make, somebody owes me. Well, see, Matt, who bowls at Hanks, made an error by promising Larry a shot for every strike he threw, but what Matt, who bowls at Hanks, didn't realize is it's a, it was a nine-pin no-tap tournament, which means <laughs> if you get nine on your first ball, it counts as a strike. And there was <laughs> there was no way to tell Larry that it had to be a, a, a that that legit didn't strike. Yeah, no. So that just meant he wanted a shot every time he got nine or more on the first shot. Uh, <laughs> So he definitely was, and he was very in tune with the well-being of everyone's wives and significant others. I'm surprised there. he didn't wed Mrs. Larson last night. He he was a big fan of Mrs. Larson. <laughs> he was fired uh, on her. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he did mention that that may be his future uh, wife if Dave ever you know, fails to you know, maintain his duties as. Mr. Larson. You know, <laughs> Mr. Larson. <laughs> yeah, but Larry had a great time. His mom came up and picked him up later. We uh, Is that how he got home? His mom? Yeah. yeah, his mom. Mom and Nickel by. came. Yep. He made sure to remind me to wish her happy birthday because her birthday was on Friday. He's like, my mom is here, and you need to go wish her happy birthday. So <laughs> I, I followed those orders. Now, did, did Larry bowl well? Larry's a terrible bowler, actually. <laughs> he shot 119 the first game. He snapped off le- Lefty Jack Smear by like... A few pins. So Lefty was not pleased. <laughs> uh, losing to Larry the, uh, the the first game. The second game, Larry shoots about 132 maybe. And he's like pointing to the scoreboard like he just went four for four with like you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, three ribbies. And, Hit for you know, the cycle. Run. Yeah, right. I mean, he's like pointing to the scoreboard. Well, then he, he closed it out with like an 85 game, I think. So <laughs> it was not good. But uh, I did want to say congratulations to uh, the fan page team of Michael Kelly Alan Tinker, um, 830, 830 Record. The Loomster. Kelly. The Loomster. Uh, D-Pad, David Patterson was on that David, team. Real? I didn't see him. There. Yeah, he was That's there. the guy from Qdoba? Who, who else was on the team? He's Somebody else, guy. I'm forgetting. There was a fifth. Mm, I don't know. I can look it up. Yeah, but they won B-Flight, I think it was, or maybe C. Yeah, one of the flights, but they won. They got trophies. Larry worked his way into the picture with them. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're announcing the winners, and they're having them come down on the approach to get a picture with the trophies. And so the team comes down, and there's Larry standing with him with a trophy in hand. He wasn't on the team. <laughs> I have no idea. But he, he'll tell you he won, I guess. So. Somebody told me that um, the lane you guys bowled in, Kevin, was like the uh, CJ6 area. And that was like the hottest lane to be at. And, I mean, well, CJ6 had a major, major, major showing yesterday. It was a strong contingent of the CJ6 Um you know, I'm not a I'm not an official CJ6 member. I'm an auxiliary. God. Okay. So, yeah. Switzerland. I think Monty yeah. started the CJ6. No. Yeah, well, I'm not a two first name guy, so I was never a, you know, you guys are former or current two first name guys. You know who started the CJ or at least the namesake of it is Timberfake. Oh yeah. He was during the height of his downfall when, when people were kind of pointing out some of his uh either shortcomings or inconsistencies uh he, everybody with the two first, he started referring to them as the Circle Jerk Six. Yeah, he said so. we were a, the Circle Jerk Six, and instead yeah. of allowing it to hate us and giving him the power, we embraced it yeah. and turned it around on him. And as you know, he's no longer with us. So where did where did Iggy get the CJ Six from? Did he just pick that up from? Oh, uh, it got it got mentioned on the fan page from time to time, and then there were some erroneous uh, reports of you know the origins of the CJ Six. Iggy fucking parties. hates me. <laughs> did, did you talk to Iggy at all yesterday? No, no, we don't talk, man. We if we're at the same event. I mean, obviously, I'm going to the event that he's working, but he kind of glances at me, and then we we both put our heads down and walk right next to each other. However, <laughs> yesterday, I had to leave a little bit early, probably midway through the tournament. I don't know. I left about three. I don't know where yeah. that falls on where it was in the tournament time schedule, but. 
as I was leaving graciously and God love the guy. I mean, he does, although I call him a creep and I give him a lot of shit on the text line and emails. He does a lot of great, great work. He I does. Mean, yeah. Oh, that tournament yesterday was phenomenal. Yeah. And I absolutely think yeah. that he's playing a character. I mean, he, he, he gets a lot of shit. So he has to, he has to have thick skin or leathery skin. <laughs> and, uh, but he lets it roll off his back and he dishes it right back. And so as I get up to leave, he's in the middle of, I don't know, auctioning like a, low hand signature or a strain of her hair or something. And Some he's like, sort of he's, C-list celebrity yeah, popular. right. In the middle of the grocery that he was hawking on the, as the auction item, he's like, and Timothy Andrew, part of the CJ six, uh, you know, their quarterly meeting, he will be exiting the building right now. It's in the <laughs> building right now. <laughs> yes. I was like, Oh, you mother damn it. Exposed. Dude. Yeah. I, I, did, I just remember driving home from a sales meeting in Kentucky and, uh, Mark Hessel from uh, Texas, who's a big listener and big fan of this podcast as well. Text me and said, hey, your name just got mentioned on the radio. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, Iggy's talking about the CJ6. And uh, they said Matt Kevin. And then immediately McKernan said Matt Barra. I'm like, this is perfect. So we're going to start calling first and last names out here. Yeah. You better you, you better be ready to own it. When oh. you come up with these bad opinions on Taco Bell and Stovetop, you're, it's it's on you, your real name. You know, we had a we had a, we had a, we had a celebrity like the Noshin and Joshin Facebook page. We did. Today. I saw that, actually. I did not see that. Who? Tony. Patrico, Patrico is a good dude. I've known Patrico for a while. He's he's a good. He's good friends dude. with Scott Johnson, right? Uh, he's familiar <laughs> with Scott Johnson. Okay, um, but and, you're but you're friends with him. No, you guys no. do trivia together. No, you, he was yeah, wishing you congratulations. I've had, a, I've had a pending friend request from Scott Johnson for about three years. And Scotty work. <laughs> I'm just letting it marinate. And he works with Bernie and Sexington. But he was wishing. <laughs> he was giving a lot of uh, Abear a lot of well wishes on the bowling thing yesterday. So I thought you guys were. Yeah. No. No, Scott. <laughs> Scott, I, yeah, Scott. I've known Patrico for a while too from uh, my dealings with him uh, on the because I when I, I do hotshot remotes events for uh, mostly all the Rizzuto show stuff aside from T, uh, from TMA lives, and so he'll show up and, and do events and he's always cool. We have a good time. So yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, he's a, he's a member of the uh, the most listened to morning show in St. Louis, which is the the Rizzuto Wait, show. And he puts himself through some stuff. For the sake of the show, I don't know if you've ever seen some of the either eating challenges. Oh, oh yeah, do, eating or, challenge is bad. Well, oh, and man. then they also they also have a a real or fake contest, and then there's always a really really bad punishment for the person who loses, and he has been the recipient of many of those. And so, anyway, welcome uh, Tony Patrico to the Nashin and Joshin family. That's outstanding, me familia, <laughs> part of the St. Louis. Podcast Network. This is episode five. Andy Hanselman alongside Maddie Bear, brother A Bear. Before and we uh, Timmy recaps. Oops, sorry. Before we get out of talking about the Gobble Bowl, I want to mention uh, the other member that Larry Nichols subbed for in the picture that won the team or that won the game or the whole tournament or whatever it was was Justin Kane. That's right, Justin. Yeah, I'm sorry, Justin. I didn't mean to leave you out. I just could not think about that. Damn you, brother A Bear, leaving people out. I know. Not surprising. Leave you out. As long as there's a. Um Taco Bell. I'm yes. fine with that. You can contact us by emailing the show at Noshin and Joshin at stlpodcast.com. And now you can text the show at 618-391-0040. That's 618-391-0040. Um, other things on the docket today, gentlemen. Let me get back over here to this. Oh, so uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some posts over the uh, past week or so. And the big one that was popular was the the bar you used to party at that no longer exists. Yeah. I love that. I love that post. Yeah, I think it was uh, 
I think it really brought a lot of fellowship and a lot of people to start kind of remembering things. And of course, here, the, the big one in, in this neck of the woods is Rusty's, which was just a huge, a very, very good restaurant. It was like a white tablecloth restaurant that turned into a club at night with a huge bar and they always had bands and everybody. And when, you know, Thanksgiving Eve or where you would go after weddings. And so, um, but yeah, as far as, as my generation, it was, it was always Rusty's. So. The STL drunks used to come to Rusty's, didn't they? They did. And actually, at I that point, they were the 618 drunks, too, because they had two twin girls who would go out and take pictures of everybody <laughs> at the bars. It was, <laughs> they were kind of fun. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, they were, they were twins. I, mean, I can't remember those are girls' names. Are there any names. twins on the fan page? I don't think there are. Not, not that I know of. Ooh, fan page twins. There was yeah. Je- Jeffrey Hoffmeyer and his twin brother, Jeff J. Jeff with the E-F-H. Jeff Hoffey. Jeff H. Meyer. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, Dave with Cauliflower and the referee guy that dresses up at the you Blues You think they might be twins? I think they're definitely, <laughs> I don't think they're, they're definitely if twins. If they're the same person, that's not actually twins. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, are there, I, well, I mean, I don't want to up my brother, but I, guess, I was going to say, are there any other brothers on the page? I think any, my brother's family members? Your brother is? I think he is. My brother's not on the page. I don't have a brother. I try to keep my family off the page, and I... You know when you're on the fan page, at least from a computer, and on the right it says, like, suggested members, and it's usually, like, your family members or coworkers. Don't hit yeah, that button. Yeah, I fat-fingered that don't one time. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And I did it, I, and I immediately tried to delete it, because I don't want to mix my oh, worlds. No. Like, I, I don't want to mix my universes with you my family. You can't fam- put that horse back in the barn. Yeah, it's- and so all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, family members were on the fan page and liking shit, and I was like, oh, oh fuck no. me, man. Oh, no. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's always a bad thing when you... I think you're posting something on the fan page, but oh, you're really posting there. it Real on page. your on your <laughs> on your master page. You do need your band of brothers from the fan page to like point that out for you too. This is your real page. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a fan page post. Or you make a post and people that you're friends with from the fan page start making fan page esque comments on it. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, this is my real page, smart guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and delete your comments. It's like two separate worlds. It is. It's so funny. That actually happened. The most recent one that I remember is some one of your buddies. I was your page always pops up normally towards the top of the postings, and uh, I think one of your buddies had asked you what the best appetizer is for a trivia night or for uh, some kind of benefit night. Yeah. And then I wanted to comment on it because I like making like good crockpot dips, and then I think Maddie Bear commented, and then. Dave Larson and then Matt Taylor, <laughs> Matt Peter, Bowles and Hanks. Peter Gent might have jumped in. Peter there. Gent, yeah. Dave Weiss or White is that his name? Weiss. Derek Weiss. Derek Weiss. Derek Weiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, everybody jumped in. Yeah, that was. Funny. I was. I was definitely. I was nervous. I had my finger on the delete button just in case anybody went over the line. I think that didn't go off the rails <laughs> it stayed, though. It stayed pretty. It was just food based. Well. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I actually said I was going to clean your colon on your uh, page. <laughs> <This is> a <laughs> generous <laughs> offer on your part. <laughs> actually, uh, I, I apologize. And you're yeah. like, Maddie Bear, don't. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was like, this is my real page, but hey, you know, <laughs> at least your name's on this post. <laughs> but 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 if you do post something on your page that should be on the fan page, I will absolutely let it stay there. I will not let you know about it. <laughs> you know but some people do post stuff on their page, and they're like, oh, I, they post it for attention on their page. They're like, oh, I, this is meant to go to the fan page. Like, no, you meant to post Like a humble brag? <laughs> anything. Like doing a handstand or something yeah, overseas yeah, yeah. in some tropical location? Yeah, what's uh, what's good to eat here in the tropical location, right? By the way, my spot was Buka for the clubs. I love oh, yeah. oh Buka? Buka. I love going to Buka. Was that in St. Charles? No, no, uh, it was, uh, was the downtown. Main wasn't it? Yeah, downtown main. Downtown the landing. landing yeah. The landing. Oh, the landing. Yeah. Oh, that's right, right. See, I'm I'm old, so me and my friends we used to go to the landing pretty much every weekend when we were in our early mid twenties, and uh, so there was like Banana Joe's, 
Uh, Morgan Street Brewery was, which I guess is, it's still around, right? They're mm-hmm. around. What about Boomers? Did you go to Boomers? Boomers, yeah. Um, What's Sundeckers? I used, to go, to, I used yeah. to go to Sundeckers. Yeah, that one's gone too. Sundays during Rams games, we would go to Sundeckers for a little bit sometimes. But yeah, the, the landing's kind of, it's taking a turn for the worse, unfortunately. Uh, we were big, uh, uh, what was the, the Big Bang, the piano bar? I love the Big Bang. We used to go down there a I lot. love that too. Yeah. We uh, I also did a lot of time at Have a Nice Day Cafe at Union Station. Been there a number of times. Yeah, that was that was a target rich environment. Yeah, and I, I'm a big fan of older music. Like I, I love like disco and you know funk and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Have a Nice Day Cafe was right up my alley. That was fun. And then uh, actually, I went to Morgan Street Brewery for the first time since my 22nd birthday, um, just a few weeks or a few months ago after the Guns N' Roses concert. We uh, ended up partying in that upstairs bar. They actually closed off. So, you know, you, you, would, you would go up to that upstairs bar and then walk out to the patio. Mm-hmm. And then they have that big dance room yeah, in the so, back. So anybody that didn't go there, when you go into Morgan Street, like the lower, lower level was like, kind restaurant. Of like a bar and restaurant. You know, you could sit down and eat. There was a bar. But then you would like walk upstairs. There was another bar upstairs. It was not not really a dining room. It was more of a bar. And then there was like a patio in between that you could walk and sit outside. You know, there were some tables and areas out there. And then there was like another room that was like a dance club kind yeah. of room up, up high. That's closed. That's they permanently closed, closed that room, okay. yeah. which is terrible. Cause that's where all the good stuff happened. <laughs> I grinded on some butts back in that little area. Oh. I'd say the only two places that I went, one's not even in St. Louis, but it's while I was down at Mizzou, it was Big 12. I mean, it's now Campus Bar and Grill. It's on Ninth Street, but that's no longer there. And then... When I was like in high school, I guess we would go, or maybe grade school, we go to this place called um, Inca Hoots in St. Charles. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and you go there. They didn't even serve booze, but you go there and they'd play a little genuine pony. And you'd grind on some gals irises. So we went to Inca Hoots every Wednesday night because they they had dollar you call it on Wednesday nights. It eventually became dollar fifty you call it, but. Me and my friends went there every single Wednesday, and it was till 11. And at about 10.45, we would go and buy like a dozen beers, and we'd have a table <laughs> just filled with beers. But we figured out if you packed them all tight together, they stayed fairly cold because they were kind of up against each other. Yeah. So we'd do that, and then a lot of times we would leave there and go downtown to either Have a Nice Day Cafe was one of the spots we would go. Or uh, back then, Dr. Vegas used to play on the roof of the Casino Queen like once a month. Oh, really? Which was actually kind of cool. Even though it was the Casino Queen, uh, you would be up on the, the up on the deck outside at the Casino yeah, Queen. Yeah, on, on the boat. Yeah. And you would on look, the actual boat. Yeah, and then you would look back across the river to the St. Louis skyline. You know, you were far enough away, you couldn't see anybody getting killed or mugged or right. cars getting broken into. So yeah. it looked kind of pretty from a distance. So. Uh, yeah, so it was a really good time, but you know, we'd stay out till four in the morning. Had to be at work at you know eight. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can't even comprehend doing that now, but we used to do it every week. So, no, did I? Any of you guys remember stages? Oh yeah, I went there. That was yeah. probably, that was the first place I ever drank. I wasn't twenty one yet. That was yeah, the first place me like, too. bar that I ever had a drink. I think I was in there when I was eighteen, and I was yeah. and I drank. Was it downtown? What is it? No, no it was over where the racetrack. Yeah, is. where the racetrack is by uh, right there, right there by uh, Gateway National Golf oh, Course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so Stages was also a, uh, <laughs> you go there, and you can get, you, there was all kinds of fun happening there. Rick Idle was always there on Friday night from Q104. Hey, Rick Idle here live, who's also known as Todd Newton on from E! Now. Oh, really? That's the same guy. That's the same guy? That's the same dude. Wow. He's, like, all tatted up. He has sleeves of tattoos. He's got to be older now, too, right? Like, is it, I mean, that was 25 years ago. That I bet he's 50. Yeah. I'm going to say 53. I'm Michael, 49, born uh, May 5th, 1970. 
Oh, really? So he's only 47. 47 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is all tatted up. I'm just looking at him. Good he's aged well. Good yeah, he has aged well. And Good he, uh, he was actually, he was doing, um, like mornings on when they flipped 96.3 from K hits to the now. Right. He was doing mornings or afternoon drive, I think just, you know, over a line, like, you know, probably sitting at a studio in his house in, in Los Angeles, sending in, hey, come on out to Dobbs Tire and Auto for, you know, we got oil changes for 1995. I'm Rick Idle. He was, he was Todd Newton on the radio. Grab radius. a bumper sticker. Yeah, grab a bumper sticker. Come out to Grandpa Pigeons. We got jeans on sale. <laughs> Those old library mills were hilarious. Did you guys ever party at the Phoenix in South County off Lime? Boy, uh, I heard about it. Yeah, I never went there. Oh, man. That place was the bee's knees. I think I used to hang out there from ages Which like means it was probably terrible. It was great, man. You're only a year or two older than I am. How do, I've never even heard of half of these places. I mean, I guess I didn't frequent South County to go boozing or to party. You were missing out on Thursday nights at the Phoenix. Back in 2005, I DJed at a bar called Rock Island. And it was the last building in the city on Broadway. It was right at the River de Pere. That's by the Skadium? Yes, right there I, by the Skadium. Yep. This place, I mean, it was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure it's where I experienced my permanent hearing loss because it was so damn loud. They had a huge PA system. They'd have they'd have all these rock bands come in. I think one time the guy from um, what's called Black Oak, Arkansas. Yeah, that's a is that is that oh. the band? Yeah, what I'm trying to. They had like one hit, Jim right? Dandy. Jim Dandy, go Jim Dandy. Yeah. yeah. So they came and played. Yeah. That place, but there were bands like um, oh, who would come in there? Um, God, the guys that from Stir, they still play now. Mm-hmm. The uh, they do all the they they just do cover bands. They're also um, El Monstero, mm-hmm. but I can't think of the band that they that they're usually Joe Dirt, the, Joe the, Dirt, yeah. Dirty Boys. They yeah. were there. Yeah. Um, great place. That place, I think it turned into a nightclub a couple of years. It ago. did. They got shut down, I believe, because I think there were prostitutes in there. They actually had allegedly. Glory, oh, shocking! Allegedly, or, or allegedly. glory holes, twisters, allegedly. glory holes. Yeah, we there was also an alleged coke problem, and I would and I, I would say that's a pretty safe bet. Almost, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a legend. So anyway, the guy who owned Rock Island, actually, he got murdered. Holy cow! And they found his head in a dumpster behind the Ryan's in Fairview Heights, and they found his body in West Alton. The steakhouse, like Ryan's Steakhouse. Ryan's Steakhouse. Did anybody check the buffet? <laughs> I love I love Ryan's Steakhouse buffet. You got like, key, oh you got God. Ponderosa has the best buffet. You probably like Golden Corral too, don't you? Golden Corral is great. That chocolate oh really my good. God. I that can, is that place is the biggest bowl of Hoosier soup I've ever seen in my it's life. It's so gross, man. I could, I could put like four strawberries on a nice skewer and go for that chocolate fountain. And just go wild with that thing. God. Do you re- even realize how much not chocolate is in that chocolate fountain? Not chocolate. Kids' great. hands and they're sneezing right. there. So and the it's band aids. See, so you go at like 11. Ugh. You go at 11 so you can kind of take part in the breakfast. That way you get last night's chocolate fountain. It's got <laughs> everything no. built up. <laughs> but you stay because at noon they switch over the buffet to lunch and dinner. And where's this at? Golden Corral? Yeah. I, I just, I can't. I'd go I to. We'd go to church on Sundays, and then we'd go to Noah's Ark, which is in St. Charles. Yeah, you guys remember Ark. that place? Best clam chowder. Best clam chowder. Oh, God, <laughs> clam chowder. And they also had a waffle guy, the guy who made waffles. Oh, there. really? Yeah, or I'm sorry, not a waffle guy, an omelet, omelet guy. guy. An omelet guy. That place, and also there was a place also in St. Charles or St. Peter's. 
I think it was called Louis. It was attached to one of the hotels. It was it was in the Holiday Inn at Cave Springs. I, we thought we were yeah. king shit, man. My dad would take us there, and there was that same omelet guy. Yeah. You go there, and he kind of remembered your name if you were there the previous. I week. actually know of places that have an omelet guy. If you want me to let you know after the show, <laughs> I I'll can give, use I'll an omelet you, guy. I can use some names. Everybody needs a guy, and I want yeah. an omelet guy. Omelets, omelets are terrible. Oh what? God. I hate eggs. Omelets are terrible. Okay. That's fine. This You're a weirdo. I'm tired of arguing with you about what's good and what's not good. I don't good. even know that I can do another show. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I vote. He's, I, I vote e- him out now. Email the show if you'd like to be on the podcast. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're accepting. Art horrendous. <laughs> we're accepting new uh, new people to join us on the podcast. Noshin and Joshin at stlpodcast.com. So, um, so yeah. So I'll move away from my decapitation stories that you guys obviously didn't want to talk about. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a head cut off story, so you can go ahead and move on. Yeah, we can move on from that. Um, kind of getting ready to wrap things up here. We've um, let's go ahead and let's get to our our, our fan page rising star. We got one. We got Ooh. one. You want to tell the story of our fan page rising star? Yeah. I, I, uh, any guesses? To, um, can, can, can we guess first? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear some guesses. I'm trying to think. I mean, it, I probably just. Said that too quickly. I haven't really thought of one, but I think it'd be. There's been a lot of rising stars. It's like lately. when you ask the trivia question, but you don't know the answer to it, and you want yeah. somebody. Now, just how do you to feel like about people who are asking to be a fan page rising star? I I, I feel like you know if They're you're joking. trying to pander, you know, and get it, it's it, it doesn't help your case any. You know? I don't know how I don't know how I feel about it. I say don't ask to be a fan page rising yeah, star. You, you just got to perform. You have to you have to go out I mean, there. That's do, what it you really, have to go out there and do the work. That's crank, what it's really about. Crank up your volume on the page. <laughs> I would vote for Michael Kelly. I would vote for Michael Kelly every single every week time. He was at Gobble Bowl, man. Because he was like, he, oh, he nice. Gobble Bowl. There was an oh, absolute course, classic Michael Kelly post where he, someone was starting something about something else, and he just starts a whole other topic inside the thread. He actually, we have to go back to Michael Kelly for a couple minutes, man, <laughs> because he continues to have that trajectory that's putting him towards stardom. He. <laughs> Somebody had posted a thread about having to put Christmas trees up or something. In fact, it might have been mine. And he started talking about how he had been awake since 530 watching My Little Pony, Pony. My Little Pony and Paw Patrol. Yeah. And he then all of a sudden he posted pictures, like three or four pictures in succession uh, of all of his kids' toys. And he kind of put a long-winded narrative with it about what this one did. And then this one had to come rescue her from the backyard. And, oh, dude, that guy's great. Dude's Love him. Dad of the year right there. Dad of the year, really. So, okay, my, my guess is Todd Halfman, the guy who said that he doesn't didn't like the fan page nowadays and he wants it tuned to his liking. Remember that a couple nights ago? Oh, that's a whole other... That, he said Doug's going to quit soon. Yeah, T- Todd's not the fan page rising star, but that's probably a whole other conversation. Okay. That, uh, we can dig at that soon. That's my guess. Um, Yeah. Andy? Um, I'm going to guess that's going to repeat be Michael Kelly again. <laughs> should be if it's not. It's a strong choice. I might actually change it. <laughs> Maddie Bear? I don't know who you else you can vote for if Michael Kelly's on the page. <laughs> All right. So the fan page rising star is... Fan page rising star for episode five. It's none other than Brian Wilga. Brian Wilga. Congratulations, Brian Wilga. Wilgsy. You are the fan page rising star. Keep cranking up the volume and performing and just bring just, yeah. bring in excellency I mean, Will, to the fan page. Wilga knows his sports, but he's not a hot take sports guy. Like he kinda has the self awareness. He picks out the good stuff from like Deadspin and Barstool and all that and posts it. Um, he's like the opposite of Joe from Arizona. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Wilga is like his yin and yang, you know, so Wilga is the, the good side. I think the best way you described him, and it kind of makes me giggle, is uh, 
<laughs> he's a good foot soldier. He is a good foot soldier. Oh, a good I mean, foot he is, soldier. He is just does work on the <laughs> <laughs> he promotes the core values of the fan page. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's if we good. had a, if we had six thousand Brian Wilgas on that page, we would be like a Swiss watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just we probably monetize. Can I do an honorary mention this week? Absolutely, you can. You can do whatever you want to do, Maddie Bear. Bernie and Sexington had a huge, God, huge, huge, huge week. He's, a, he's a, I, mean, I mean, it goes without saying that he's a stud, but he did have a big week. I mean, his week was huge. I mean, I would literally get a message from him at eight thirty in the morning, um, saying he's fact checking people already, and people are saying things and. It's he. I mean, he'll tell you, Matt. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a big day today. <laughs> then he goes out and he does. It's he like always delivers. Point. He's like Babe Ruth, pointing at the stands and then <laughs> All the home calls his shot and hits it out. <laughs> he's a tactician. He just knows how to deliver. Yep. Awesome. So that's our fan page rising star. Up to our fan page post of the week. Give me recaps. Uh, I'm gonna kind of tone it down a little bit. Maybe might be a little bit more somber, but. Um, an old neighbor of mine who's actually on the fan page, his name is Adam Kramer. I don't think he'll mind us mentioning his name. Um, and this is exactly what I like about the fan page and actually what I love about the fan page. He posted on November 17th at 847. Um, and I'm going to kind of quickly recap it here, but he has a son who's on the spectrum and he had just witnessed his son playing soccer at an indoor soccer game. And his son was kind of maybe having, having an episode. I don't know if that's the right verbiage, but he was kind of. He wasn't fully partaking in the sports. He was just kind of out there running around. He was had a smile on his face, but you know he, he wasn't exactly doing what all the other kids were doing. And Adam Kramer kind of had the courage to post on the fan page where people can be dickwads, especially myself. But he posted, does anybody have any, you know, any direction with this? Anybody have any experience in it? Um, you know, just kind of th- put himself out there at the mercy of the fan page. And I mean, probably 50, 60, 70 people responded with, Either they have a family member, they have a son, a daughter, they know somebody, that he's doing the right thing, good on him for posting. It was just one of the times that you really see good shit happen from the fan page where people rally around somebody and really, you know, nobody took any cheap shots. Or, not that yeah, you, know, it was, you should. Yeah, it was nothing but, but support yeah. and suggestions and, you know, people sympathizing, you know, saying, hey, you know, we've been through the same thing. Yep. You know, things get better or you know, we tried this instead and this worked for us. So. Yeah, it was really a kind of a heartwarming thing to see the fan page, you know, come together like that and yep. you know, throw the support behind somebody. So yeah, I thought it was pretty touching. So Adam Kramer, good on you, man. Um, and the fan page, whoever liked, commented, or whatever, and even if you didn't comment, just I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed it. That's our uh, our fan page post of the week. We're up to our our YouTube front of the show. Uh, I'm going to give it to. A channel called Capo Tube, C A P O Tube, and what they do is they have uh, clips of the Sopranos. So I mean, nice. there's lots of places to get good clips of the Sopranos. These guys do it the best. So if you like, if you want to just go back and rehash some of the cool murders or some of the some of the other cool scenes that you uh, you know, just Tony beating the shit out of somebody, or the time Johnny Sack gets arrested and does a face plant in the snow. <laughs> uh, check out Capo Tube, C A P O. T-U-B-E. That's our YouTube front of the show for episode five, five of Noshin' and Joshin' on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Uh, cheap plugs, gentlemen. Matty Bear? I'm going to plug Michael Kelly. Um, he actually <laughs> <laughs> because you kind of caught me off guard there because I was reading a post from Michael Kelly. Oh, sorry. But uh, I guess he's just catching up for the day. It's 143 <laughs> after he? the gobble bowl. And um, he just sent me... <laughs> 
<laughs> he just sent me a message saying, did you see the huge Paw Patrol Tyler was on sale for over 50% from a website with free shipping? He's now searching out the link for me because that's he knows nice, that. Uh, that's a nice heads up. Because he knows that my son wants that for Christmas. So Michael Kelly, you're, my cheap plug is you because you're going <laughs> to save me some money on my kid's Christmas gift. Michael Kelly's going to be the new personal like, shopper. Michael personal Kelly, shopper, Michael Kelly, cord cutter, Dave, Dave Larson. Dave Larson. <laughs> Uh, Brother Abear. Uh, I will cheat plug myself as usual. Cool. <laughs> uh, Kevin Abear, Liberty Mutual Insurance. I do auto home life insurance and uh, be happy to do a quote for anyone that's interested. Uh, no obligation or anything like that. You can call me at the office, 636 536 4140, extension 56871, or you can just slide into my DMs on the fan page. Still memorized that, uh, that direct dial line, huh? No, I haven't. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out again, though. <laughs> Recaps. Gatewaypets.com, guys. Go to them. Foster, adopt, volunteer, donate. They need help, especially this time of season. It's cold outside. Dogs, cats are struggling. Gatewaypets.com. My company uh, is a My Crossing Media Group, and we have the St. Louis Podcast Network and Blown Amp Productions. If you want to host your own podcast, or if you need a DJ or an MC for an event, get a hold of me. You can email me, Andy, at montmedia.xyz. That's Andy at montmedia.xyz. I'd be more than happy to give you a quote. I work with all kinds of organizations, corporate organizations, fundraisers, uh, whatever you guys need to do. So that wraps up episode five of Nashin and Joshin. For Ann Hayes, for Michael Kelly, for Maddie Bear, for Brother A Bear, and for Timmy Recaps, I'm Andy Hanselman. This has been Nashin and Joshin on the St. Louis Podcast Network. <laughs>